This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Federal Aviation Administration is looking for potential grantees to help develop a larger and more diverse pool of pilots and aviation maintenance technicians. Here with details of this funding opportunity and what it's trying to do, FAA Administrator Steve Dixon. Mr. Dixon, good to have you on. Great to be with you, Tom. I guess I didn't realize that the FAA is in the business of helping the industry develop the talent that it needs to fly the planes and keep them aloft. Tell us more about the background here. Well, you know, it's in our interest to make sure that the aerospace system in the country and around the world is healthy and thriving because a healthy and thriving system also enables uh, safe and efficient uh, aerospace operations. So we have had a number of programs, not only around making sure that the pipeline is healthy for uh, our own workforce within the agency, but also the aviation industry as well. So we have done partnerships and outreach with the private sector for years to make sure that the supply of pilots, uh, maintenance technicians, engineers, and others who are interested in aviation careers continues to be what it needs to be to allow the country to continue to progress. So for purposes of this current funding opportunity, you're defining the workforce as pilots, maintenance technicians, and what else? These grant programs were authorized by Congress under the FAA Reauthorization Act of 2018. And the official name are the Workforce Development Grant Programs. And Congress has approved them through the end of fiscal year 23. And the grants are specifically meant to generate interest in and prepare students for careers as pilots, aerospace engineers, or also for drone or UAS operations as well. And what types of organizations do you expect to apply for funding that can help with this effort? Well, there are a number of organizations. You've got certainly formal training programs, universities, a number of organizations that are specified in the legislation that would be able to apply for these grants. Does it include the airplane manufacturers and the airlines themselves? Are they eligible for this also? Yes, absolutely. All right, let's talk about the workforce itself for a minute because it's a changing field and, you know, almost every field you look at that has any technical content, there's this rapid amount of change. Is that true also in aviation? Absolutely. You know, the breadth of jobs and the opportunities that exist within the aerospace sector continue to evolve and develop. And I think that despite the challenges that the country is going through right now with the COVID-19 pandemic, the future is very bright. You know, aviation careers in the U.S. have the potential to be linked to so many other industries, uh, agribusiness, health, tourism, sport leisure activities, information technology, and education. I think that the new energy around commercial space, drones, and traditional uh, aviation, new types of aviation vehicles, advanced air mobility, all of these things are creating tremendous opportunities. So beyond the operations and maintenance careers that we're talking about here, you know, certainly the use of information technology and communication within the aviation industry has evolved. And remember, we really are seeing a tremendous amount of development and modernization of the air traffic control system as well, and that's creating a bunch of opportunities for young people. We're speaking with Steve Dixon, the administrator of the FAA, and often these are really well-paying jobs too, aren't they? Oh, absolutely, yes. These are great careers, and we want to make sure 
that anyone who might be interested is aware that these are very well-paying professional jobs. And there are many ways to get involved in a career in aerospace that exist today that probably weren't thought of as a potential pathway to an aerospace career 15, 20, 25 years ago. You know, one day I happened to be not couple of years ago on a tarmac because we had to walk into the terminal for some reason instead of the air jetway. And there was a plane there with the cover off the engine hanging there under the wing. And when you see an engine on a plane, it's just a big can. It looks nice and smooth. But with the cover off, you see this thing of unbelievable complexity and parts. And so to say a technician in maintenance Sounds like all you do is change the oil or tighten a screw once in a while. This sounds like a really engaging type of work that takes tons of training and ongoing education. Absolutely. Well, you know, as I said, to the casual observer, it may seem that not a lot has changed in aviation, but there really have been tremendous advancements in terms of aircraft design, use of advanced materials, use of composites, new flight deck designs that decrease pilot workload and engines that offer higher fuel efficiency. So those improvements are the result of the creativity and the ingenuity and the accomplishments from across the workforce in the aerospace industry. And there are going to continue to be opportunities, again, working with industry to make sure that the U.S. continues as the global leader in aviation and aerospace. Things like the building and designing the safest, most efficient aircraft, I talked a minute ago about operating and enhancing the efficiency of the nation's air traffic management system. So really just tremendous opportunities uh, like there never have been before, really. Now, the opportunity for the Workforce Development Grants for Aviation Maintenance Technical Workers mentions that the grantees will help prepare a more inclusive talent pool of aviation maintenance technicians. So what activities do you envision them doing besides the training or development they normally do to increase the inclusivity and maybe the size of the talent pool? You know, we are looking for projects that will support educational opportunities related to aviation maintenance and also engineering in economically disadvantaged geographic areas and also uh, support transition for veterans and really get into areas where there may be opportunities for establishing scholarships or apprenticeships for people who are pursuing employment uh, in the aviation maintenance industry. So again, we are looking for projects that will enable a uh, more diverse and inclusive workforce as part of these grant programs. And do you have metrics in place to know whether they've got that done or not at the end of the grant? Uh, yes, we do. You know, we've got $5 million, uh, to allocate for each of these grant programs, and we will be reviewing all of the applications as they come in. Applicants from academia and the aviation community can submit applications through uh, www.grants.gov through March 22nd. And uh, we will be evaluating each one on its merits and then tracking uh, their performance uh, all the way through. And they, eligible organizations can apply for grants ranging from 25000 up to 500000 for any single grant per fiscal year. And I've read in recent years over, from time to time the trend by airlines of offshoring a lot of their maintenance, uh, flying planes to South America or Mexico to be repaired and maintained. And then now you're hearing about China wanting to get into the airliner business. Is part of this to keep all of this industry in the United States so that Americans can benefit from the high pay and the benefits of aviation? 
We look at the entire system. I think it's important to take a system approach. And the place at which an airline conducts its maintenance is a business decision. And we need to remember that that enables uh, economic activity, not only in the maintenance area, but also in how efficiently it can serve communities in the case of an airline. And as a safety regulator, We have a very robust program in place to ensure that repair stations that happen to be located overseas meet our very strict standards. And we inspect those facilities periodically and require that the airlines provide uh, rigorous oversight of them as well. And so we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that those businesses continue to thrive and grow because ultimately that's the mechanism for providing the most opportunity out there. Steve Dixon is administrator of the FAA. Thanks so much for joining me. Pleasure to be with you, Tom, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. I look forward to talking to you again in the future. We'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Take the Federal Drive aboard with you. Subscribe at Podcast One or wherever you get your shows. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay.